Hi everybody, it's Tyler. I'm Danny. And this is uh, currently unnumbered half episode of Fried Squirms, uh, as we just got done watching Get uh, not Get Out, fucking Us, from the writer-director of Get Out, <laughs> Jordan Peele. God, how did I fuck that up already? That's okay, we're high. <laughs> I'm, I'm blaming your fucking cookie. Okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, we uh, just got back. It was a lot of fun. A lot to digest, too. A lot to digest, and considering the movie just came out this weekend, we're going to keep this, I think, mostly spoiler-free. I think we can allude to things shown in, like, the trailers and shit. Exactly. Like, everyone should know that there's, like, doppelgangers and shit, but... Yeah, that's not really giving a whole lot away. Um, I guess, first off, the, the biggest question is, uh, did you enjoy it? I did, actually. <laughs> I thought it was a really good film. It is one that super deep in terms of what you're seeing on screen uh, just a lot to to chew and to stew over you know what i mean i know i feel like i'm not gonna have the most to say on this right now because yeah. there's still a lot to think about in the movie especially because i guess the first off go watch get out maybe yeah exactly to get a an idea of how he likes to direct and use certain metaphors because uh, this is still a commentary movie like Get Out was, but not anywhere close to as direct. And it's also not directly about race. Yeah. Maybe class? I'm kind of getting class. Were you, what were you getting? Yeah, I was definitely getting more of a class uh, social feel for that, you know. Whereas... You know, Get Out's a little different in its social commentary. Um, probably also things about identity, too. I don't, there's a lot to parse over in in that movie. I am totally going to have to watch it again. Although, I will probably just do a lot of reading on it until <laughs> it comes out on, like, video. I, I mean, I love going to the theaters, but there's a lot of movies coming out in the theaters Gosh, in the next dude. few months. So, uh, I don't need to be... Going to a movie multiple times when I'm already going to be going and spending yeah. a lot of fucking money at the theater in the next few months. Yeah, they already have a good chunk of our money for the rest of the year, so <laughs> yeah. it's all right. Like, so we did get to enjoy this with a guest, which was cool. So my sister got to join us, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what she has to say about that. I agree. So shit, um, you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. It's just a lot to take in. Yeah, what, one of the things I, I do like to not do is if i do watch a trailer then right then and there it's like i don't really want to read anything any spoilers or early reviews even if they're spoiler free it's like i just want to kind of go in knowing maybe the bare minimum and then kind of draw my own conclusions from that so this one is definitely a product of that because the trailer and what i got from the film overall is a lot different i keep I keep wanting to just like jump into like spoiler territory, but I'm trying to yeah. pick what to say <laughs> and what mean. not to say. I like that Tim Heidecker's in this film. Tim that he did really good. He's in this film, and he did a great job. I felt like there wasn't a weak performance. No, everybody did a really good job. Uh, you had Lupita Nyong'o as, oh God, what was her name? Adelaide. Mm-hmm. And as Red. All the doppelgangers do have names, as I'm I'm finding out as I'm looking at this right now. No doubt, yeah. And Winston Duke, 
probably best known right now as being M'Baku in Black Panther, yeah. is the most towering super suburban dad ever. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. As Gabe Wilson and as Abraham. Shahadi Wright Joseph as Zora, who's the daughter. Yeah. Uh, and Umbra is the doppelganger. Uh, Evan Alex as Jason, the son, and he's also Pluto, where I was like, oh my god, Pluto, like fucking Hills of Eyes. There's a lot of really good references. I guess maybe, like, none of the references are necessarily spoilers. No, I think they're just homages more than anything. So, I guess if you're listening to this first and deciding to go watch it, maybe it's a little thing. I I would like to point out a couple of them, I think, that we noticed, just gives you guys little things to to notice and like listen for but it starts in 1985 i feel like since that's in the very beginning of the movie that's not much of a spoiler even though i don't think you saw much of that in the trailers starts in 1985 set in santa clara or santa Santa Cruz. cruz yeah and there's a throwaway line where, oh, I think they're shooting a movie over yeah. by, what was it, by the carousel or by the... Yeah, they're on a boardwalk. Lost Boys came out in 86, which shot in Santa Cruz on the boardwalk. Yeah. So it would have been filming in 85. Lost Boys reference. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, you see some pretty killer flicks off to the side of the TV leading into that scene. Yeah, one that uh, we like, have reviewed. That's right, Chud. Uh, two we've reviewed, because Nightmare on Elm Street was there, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, one was just <laughs> called, called Thursday Nights, though. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, hmm, what's on Thursday nights? Hmm, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's kind of open to interpretation. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss was also in this. Yeah, she did a really good job. I don't know how to say this guy's name. I'm going to mess this up, and I, I apologize. Right. But Yahya, Yahya, uh, Abdul Mateen II was Adelaide's father and his doppelganger. Yeah. And a Diop, Diop? I, Probably I Diop, I, yeah. yeah. Is Adelaide's mother and her doppelganger. And then Callie and Noelle Sheldon as Becca and Lindsay Tyler. Uh, who is Tim Heidecker and Elizabeth Moss's twin daughters. Yeah. And they're doppelgangers. Yeah, it was really There's a lot of doppelgangers. There are. It's uh, definitely one of those movies with a surprising kill count for the amount of people that the movie actually focuses on. For sure. Uh, I got, what What can we say about this movie without giving too much away? That's what, kind of what I'm running into right now. What, that's the problem. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because it is a... A new movie. I mean, it literally came out this weekend. The one that I, th- I think that you'd have to kind of keep in mind is that it's not a traditional horror movie in the sense that you're going to have like these cheap, thr- you know, like jump scares. This one is chock full of uh, meaning, you know, that goes past just the surface level. Uh, a lot of symbology, you know, that you do have to kind of pay attention to to make sense of this film. And it's still going to take a bit. Yeah, I think I mean, we're both still taking it in. Exactly. And, and which, which is fun because, you know, coming fresh out of the film, you know, you're kind of stewing on things. You're not quite sure whether this is what it means or, you know, you have kind of inklings, so to speak. I know. It feels... <sighs> I mean, there's the literary references. There's movie references. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, I guess what I, I came away from this movie with was that... Jordan Peele's a lot smarter than me. 
He's <laughs> he's clever, man. He knows his stuff and he does his homework. It's neat listening to him in interviews because, much like us, at one point he's like you know like stone, like to get you know smoke out. He said that once he kind of cut back on that, he could focus more on writing and stuff. He said you know a little bit for inspiration here and there, but um, yeah, he's he's done a tremendous job with his two day you know his debut and now his sophomore effort. As people will probably begin to criticize this movie too, I think I'm also gonna kind of get that because it is hard to get all of. I do think he made it a rather accessible horror movie in that it works as a really good, if weird and very strange uh, invasion horror just yeah, yeah. by itself on an absolute surface level. Uh, like you said, there is a lot of metaphor and and stuff within it but it's not not nearly as simple as get out some of the things seem like it's more more meant to inspire questions rather than to give any sort of answers yeah yeah this this one is definitely not one that you can kind of come out and have a you know an absolute answer to what you just saw and and explaining it <laughs> so that's what makes it fun going back and seeing it maybe for a second or third time maybe not quite yet but somewhere down the road uh as far as scare factor goes for this movie too uh i did com comment to you on the way out that <laughs> yeah this is good the uh row of like four or five little high school age white girls to the right of me as we were watching this movie <laughs> Uh, probably would have failed Test Your Fright. Oh, easy. Yeah, okay. Uh, none of them tapped out. However, there was definitely some, uh, prolonged eye shielding. <laughs> That's funny. Which I found really funny, because, I mean, this was a good movie, but, and it's creepy as shit during some parts, but oh, not yeah. scary? No, I I just, I'd put it more as unsettling. Yeah. And drama-filled, because you never quite know what the end game is and so you don't know when it could turn mm -hmm. but it seems like it always turn it yeah there's always kind time. of turns yeah little twists it does make me happy that there's such buzz around this movie and that it seems like so many people are going to go watch it because usually this mainstream of a movie doesn't get this heady yeah i agree i agree which is neat it, it's one of those films too like said, writing off of get out where um typically yeah this uh this would probably be watched by more i don't know people who uh and like i said enjoy more of a sophisticated film something that you can kind of you know think about afterward um but it is neat that it's going to be accessible to the mainstream um which you know it could lend its hand to other films trying to get in that way too you know so i i mentioned the girls right next to me there's one other thing i noticed during the movie and one older couple did leave. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. And I... The movie kept me... Because I wanted to see the fucking movie. But yeah, so yeah. bad I wanted to, like, rush after them. Just for the <laughs> podcast to be like, what did it? <laughs> yeah, what made you tap? What made you tap? What is it? It was the I Got Five On It song. <laughs> Dude, they left not... Uh, when I Got Five On It was playing. Which, by the way, is a fucking jam. And that yeah, was no awesome. Doubt. I love the, the continued use throughout. Yeah, I was totally fine with that. But they did leave 
uh, I guess, tiny minor spoilers, but during the scene in Tim Heidecker's house, uh, not a long, not too long after Fuck the Police starts playing. Okay, nice. (laughs) Yeah, I don't agree with this, (laughs) this message. And it's just... It was more a fucking joke than anything, so I'm wondering if it was that, or what made them get up and leave. Yeah, that's a good point. There, This is a movie that's about identity, but it's not about race the same way Get Out was, by any means. Uh, that would have been a lot more obvious, I think. A lot easier to pin down, and it's something we could probably talk about a little bit easier. Uh, but... It is about identity, and it's about identity, and it's a movie starring a black family, and we live in a very conservative area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of things potentially in this movie, and especially because it did, they left while Fuck the Police was playing, like... Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me considering, too, you know. But I'm so curious. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, that's the thing, is like, I feel like this film will be polarizing in the sense that the casual viewer might, you know, this is no discredit to anybody who's a casual viewer, but, so, you know, typically the movies that make you think like this, you know, it's like, eh, I, I'd rather not. I don't want to have to really think when I'm watching a film. Whereas, you know, we do this week to week. We like to review films and kind of analyze them, and I love this kind of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a little bit more up our alley. This is up there with, like, Suspiria on having to rewatch to really catch everything, I think. Yeah. Like, so there is a lot of messages in use of metaphors. And like I said, if you know certain movie references or literary references, it'll make more sense. Not necessarily that you'll get everything, you know, absolute. I thought it was fucking hilarious, kid, uh, going to the beach wearing the fucking Jaws tee. Gonna need a bigger boat, Dad. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He ends up getting a bigger boat for a minute. And that's a mild spoiler, too. Sorry, people. This just... This movie's great. I mean, you know, this is totally out of context, but yeah, you'll see that kind of stuff. But I, I liked it, too. It's uh, chock full of those things, and that's why it will be nice to go back and maybe catch other things throughout, maybe spell now, it out a little bit more. one of those VHSs uh, was Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you think... The scissors are kind of a play on the fingers. Well, I was reading a little bit on that, and I think... And I mean, there's there's deeper yeah. meaning to the scissors, obviously, yeah, yeah. especially I mean, once you know what the doppelgangers call themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what Red refers to their plan as. The scissors make more sense, but... Uh, what, I guess, what did you read? Like, it feels like that might be a little bit of a inspiration, at least. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's hard to, to go too deep without spoiling stuff, so I'll just kind of leave it at that. But there were certain things I'm pretty sure that, you know, on the surface, it's like, yeah, I can kind of see where he's, where he's going with this. Gabe was so fucking charming, Winston Duke. But at the same time, I kind of wanted to... God, his character was so... Fucking suburban dad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So fucking suburban dad. I'm God. I'm trying to think what other things st- really stood out from this movie that don't. Some really of the get comedy to me is what stood out too. It wasn't There's expecting some really to laugh funny fucking much. parts in this. Yeah, which is nice. I mean, it kind of 
in, in a sense, it's a little bit misdirection. It kind of lightens you up a little bit to hit you when this stuff does happen. Um, so one of the things I had heard, uh, I hadn't kept away from as much media as you, but I had kept away from quite a bit uh, with how much was coming coming out in the week like prior to this movie coming out. But one of the things I had heard was surprisingly bloody. Oh, yeah, I know you mentioned that, yeah. I'd say surprisingly high body count. Yeah, bloody is subjective. I mean, maybe There's for a, bit a of mainstream, blood. perhaps, but... Eh, nothing... Eh. Nothing too special. No. Like I said, a couple scenes here and there, perhaps, but... Yeah, I said nothing too brutal. I mean, a lot of it's kind of exaggerated. Uh, a lot of it's more just the overall uneasiness caused from the doppelgangers. For sure. And a lot of tension. A lot of tension. A few really well-earned jump scares. Yeah, I mean... Rather than the cheap ones. Yeah, they're effective when when they're used in this manner. Um, yeah, where, you know, people know they're being hunted. It's just what corner is it going to be? And the... Uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele, yeah. being a really good director and knowing when to choose those moments. Yeah, so. which is good. And I think it lends a little bit to that... You know the humor side too. It's it's almost tropish, but he's self aware of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Overall, it's definitely going to be a movie that I'm going to recommend, but I, I'm still going to have to think about it more to yeah. really understand some of it. Well, well, my take from it is, if you're going into it expecting like a straightforward horror film or something that's simple. You're probably going to be a little thrown off by it, but if you're wanting to see something that's going to make you think outside the box a little bit, this will, this is a fun one. I will say the first, oh god, I don't know, seventy five percent of this movie is eighty percent straightforward. Yeah, like if you don't like super cerebral horror <laughs> movies, you still might dig this. You just might be a little unhappy with the ending. Yeah, I could, that's interesting. It's it's polarizing to some extent, but it's still done. I mean, really, with like the backbone is truly like the home invasion genre. Yeah. The, oh yeah, in this in this case for sure. This isn't blurring the line. Like it's a home invasion movie. It just has a twist at the end that is. Yeah. Weird. It's weird, and I like that, and it it makes for deeper conversations of what it actually means. You know. Um, so yeah, I do like it because of, like I said, some of those deeper things you have to kind of consider. Um, I, I really wish I could talk more eloquently about this movie because it kind of oh, deserves we'll it, but yeah. uh, it's still milling about in my brain, but I'm really glad that I got to go see it and have Likewise, the theater experience it was fun. with it. Yeah, this is definitely a fun theater experience. Yeah, just the different range of reactions from us obviously yeah. super enjoying it to... Uh, People walking out. <laughs> Uh, other people damn near pissing themselves and some people walking <laughs> out that I'm still so curious about. So Yeah, which is fun. And that's one of the things I do enjoy when we do get a chance to step out, you know, of our weekly thing and get to experience it with other people. Yeah. But uh, I guess on that note, fuck the police. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck the police. Yo, fuck them. <laughs> fuck, I think... I got five on it, Danny. I do too, man. I've always got five on it, no matter what. Even if I have to uh, take out a loan. Uh, let's go get a little bit more stoned, think about us, and plan out tomorrow. 
where we're going to do some more recording. Yeah. Sweet. So uh, I guess for this stupid mini reaction to us, I'm Tyler. I'm Danny. Fried Squirms. Out. Out.